We call it a major because it, it could be a total budget buster. A major could be a five or $10,000 item that maybe we weren't prepared for. And before we bought this house, we just went ahead and accounted for all of the majors because you don't ever want to buy a house and not anticipate those. This is The Real Estate Pod. I'm Ed Barone, co-founder of RentReady, the platform that makes renting easy for landlords and tenants. With this podcast, we aim to help landlords learn, scale, and invest. We also want to help you tackle the business side of real estate investing because being an investor or getting your first investment requires you to be an entrepreneur. It's about mindset and strategy. So today's podcast is about the business of real estate and investing. We're hearing from Glenn Schwarm. Glenn is the co-founder of Action Investor Network and Investor Pro, and with his wife, Amber, they've been flipping and managing homes in upstate New York for over 10 years. They've built a multi-million dollar business, getting themselves out of debt and into a lifestyle they love. So I think we've determined our majors on this house. So the main problem we have with this house is when we come in, now that we have a house that's really jam-packed with the former occupant stuff, we got it all cleaned out. And then we have to come through and say, what are the majors? What are we looking at? Because a major, we call it a major because it, it could be a total budget buster. A major could be a five or $10,000 item that maybe we weren't prepared for. And before we bought this house, we just went ahead and accounted for all of the majors because you don't ever want to buy a house and not anticipate those and then have it be a surprise later. So if there were any surprises here, it would be that we don't have to replace something because yeah. we budgeted for everything. But I think we're going to have to replace everything that we thought yeah. in here. Yeah. Exception of maybe the side. So we talked outside about uh, opening that front wall up. That was the first big major yep. that we're going to do. Putting the door in to help the curb appeal. But the value will be there because we'll add a living room and a full a full living space right. out there. And then we're going to back, obviously, full bath, uh, new kitchen. That's a normal thing that we do. Um, next major is going to be the furnace downstairs. It's a big major. The garage out back, turn yeah. off the extra stuff on the garage. Yeah, that demo will cost a little bit. It will. That's why it's a major, right? Yeah. So we know that. Uh, and then we have the electrical. We knew electrical was going to be big, but electrical is the whole house. We're going to put that whole new um, uh, heating system with vents through the house. Yep. And then the really last major is the ensuite. Right. And but, since we're doing all new vents and everything, we'll probably do AC as well. If we're going to the trouble of putting vents in, we'll add AC. Yeah. Yeah. As, as it's 31 degrees outside today, I'm not thinking about AC, but she's right. That's probably something we should do to add value to the house when we sell it. So talk about design a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people might walk in a house like this, especially before when it was all full of stuff and it was hard to even see anything. But some people really struggle with the vision and you know, you look at this floor, you look at the condition of the, the kitchen and it's, it's older, it's dated. But the thing about it is whether a house has been like really upkept and it's still outdated, it costs the same as redoing something like this. People confuse that. People yeah. sometimes think, Oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff. The only difference between a house full of stuff that has to be updated is a clean a house, out. <laughs> yeah, even if a house is from 1965 and hasn't been updated, if it's if it was updated in 1990, that sounds like a big difference, right? Well, 1990 was still 30 years ago. Right. So it's still you still have to update. You're, they, da- you're dating us. I know that. I wasn't. I didn't say I was. I guess I was born in the 60s. Shut up. 
But when you update a house, right? When yeah. you update it, it doesn't matter if it's th- yeah, updating from 30 years ago or 60 years ago or not. 60, it costs the same. It's the same amount of money. Yeah. And, and the only difference is a couple thousand bucks to have it cleaned out. And this house, it was several thousand to have it cleaned out, but we budgeted for that in the beginning. So right. I don't think we had any major budget busters in here. Right. And like Amber said, if you can come through and see the vision like she sees. Don't let that stuff scare you. Don't let the age of it or the condition of it scare you because it costs the same as if it's in good shape. Yeah. And we bought this house right, make our money when we buy houses, that's when you make your money. So we bought it right, now we're jumping in to get the renovations, so stay tuned and we'll come back here and show you the finished product, or even during, if we have challenges, we'll be back during this process and uh, we'll go from there. So next one down, see ya. Thanks for listening. We're so grateful to be able to learn from these active investors, entrepreneurs, and all-around amazing individuals who want to share their success with you. The real estate investing community really is a unique community to be a part of. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate or review the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to. It would mean a great deal to us to learn what you like, what you don't like, and even questions we can answer on your behalf. You can also subscribe to The Real Estate Pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.